Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. Well, folks, it finally happened. I uh, thought I was going to be able to come up with an intro in the time that I started, in the time that I hit record to now, and I was wrong. I can. I got some stuff, dude. Okay, go for it. So here's the thing. Um, I had a crisis. I have moved states now. North Carolina, Ohio. I have to go back to get my stuff in North Carolina because we're moving in to my new house this weekend. Unfortunately, though, I'm going to try and do this on a Saturday. Movers don't work on Saturdays. So I had to do the thing that pains my freaking soul to the max. I had to reach out to a bunch of people and ask for help. (laughs) Well, I remember when you moved. No, when you were thinking of moving from one town in North Carolina to a different town. um, And that was like very much a this might happen this weekend. We don't know. And Andrew was ready to just get in a truck and go down to meet you, which was like a six and a half hour drive. Right. Unfortunately, since last year, most of my friends and the people that would have helped me are no longer available. Yeah. (laughs) And also, since last year, I've gotten out of the Marine Corps. And a lot of people that could have helped me were my Marine Corps friends who I saw a month earlier. A lot of these people I have not talked to in over a year. And I just sent them a text today being like, hey, so I'm moving. (laughs) Um, Would you be able to help me out this weekend? Because is it just a problem of like you lifting everything and getting it into the truck? It's a matter of there are some things that I can't do by myself. Like dressers if it wasn't for that i could do this entire thing by myself and part of me really thought i'll just ask my neighbors i'll ask my neighbors i go up and knock (laughs) on the door and be like hey i got like 40 bucks can you just help me move my dressers and the tv stand and like the kitchen table hold on hold on hold on hold on let's dissect a very specific part because you've told me this story earlier in the week and when you originally told me this you were generous and you said i'm gonna go to my neighbors and offer them a hundred dollars alex what changed to where you were gonna skip them sixty dollars because what happened was is if (laughs) they were gonna help me this entire process then a hundred bucks no problem like help me clean up my house. It's a two bedroom place. A hundred bucks. We'll get it done together in an hour. But if you're only going to help me with the big stuff, it's gonna cost. It's gonna. It's gonna be significantly less. You can. We're gonna be in and out of there in fifteen minutes. Yeah, I will buy you pizza, and we're even. Right. It's one of those things. And now, also, there's also an age, and I'm right. I'm not there yet. But the problem is my where I'm at in life does not equate to where I'm at in age. So the rule is in once you get to 30, you can no longer ask your friends to help you move for pizza and beer. You can't do it. You're not allowed to. It's because like everyone's body's broken. Everyone's got so much yeah. time in their hand. A lot of people have kids. <laughs> in your 20s, you're still allowed to do that. The problem is all the people I'm asking have a full-time job and career in the Marine Corps. <laughs> yeah. So- they're not going to do any of this stuff out of the kindness of their heart. They might, there might be a bond we have as Marines, which apparently some of them said yes. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> you you it, should not have said yes to this. I don't understand it was one of why. I'm like, to be honest, I am so grateful and I'm still going to give them money and I'm going to, I'm asking them to move in the morning. So I'm going to have donuts and stuff, but I'm like asking people you have not imagine a person you have not talked to in like 14 months. And then ask that person to help you move on a weekend, five days I would before need they money. need to be there. It is I would need money. Yeah, 100%. Because, like, I'm thinking of the people who I haven't talked to in a year and a half. Like, I would do it for money. And it's, 
Honestly, just in general, I have been paid with pizza uh, for a move before. And that move, there were like a dozen people on that move. And I think we got paid, you know, (laughs) there were like four or five pizzas. So I'm like, I got my two, I got my two slices. I got my, you know, youth group two slices. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) you know, if you weren't my girlfriend's family, I would require so much more. Yeah, that's (laughs) my thing. This would have been a bad job. Here's, here's, if you're gonna not pay people um, in money and you have to pay them something else, you better have as much food as they want, as much beverages as they want. So if that's beer, it better not run out. Also, yeah. you can't have a time clock. People will get done when they get done. <laughs> yeah. You can't be like, that hey, move- man, I need to be here at 930 and I want to be out by 11. And you need people to work that entire time. It does not work that way. That move, we worked until midnight because that family was legally not allowed back on their property after midnight. So I th- we we started at like 11 or something like that. Like 11 a.m. And we worked for like 13 hours. Dude, that's so crazy. How old are you? Middle school, high school age? No, this was my freshman year of college. Freaking yikes, bro. But the thing is, this is the 20 rule. In your 20s, people just do stuff like this. And and now it just doesn't work like that. Some of the people I'm asking to are married and have kids. Yeah, and you and I have both moved several times in the last five years. And it puts a lot of perspective on the junk that you have. Right. Like, people say it, but you don't realize it until it happens. Well, then Um, you realize you got a desk drawer that's just full of note cards, pens, and paper clips. And you're like, well, what okay. box is this going to go in? Do I just put this in? Are a- you of the camp that we should keep this so we don't have to buy it again? Or we should buy it again so we don't have to move it? I, it depends. Most of the time, keep it so we don't have to buy it again. Um, The only thing, times that doesn't apply is food. Yeah. And I think that might be it. Food is I like will the buy biggest again. thing. I will buy again any toiletries or... um. What's the stationary? Both of those things, I'll buy again. If I need more scissors, I'll buy it again. If I, you know, need more uh, hydrogen peroxide, I'll buy it again. Whatever. If it's like $10 or less, I don't care. The problem is that stuff just adds up. The only thing that I would make a difference for me is is the groceries and the food. Because what's going to happen is I get to this new place. I have a fridge and all this stuff. Now I have, I didn't have a pantry before. Now I have a straight up pantry. I'm going to go out and get all the stuff. We kept the spices and we have like some pasta and stuff. But all the, everything that was in the fridge, we've been out of that house. Like no one's been in there for like three weeks. <laughs> So we're going to have to go grocery shopping anyway. I didn't put that stuff in a cooler and figure it out, you know? Can I tell you probably the only moving story that like haunts me? It's, um, uh, so I was moving out of one dorm and moving into another dorm. It was the change of the semester and everybody was moving out, right? Nobody was using this dorm. It was the summer semester. Everybody that was staying over the semester, over the summer, was moving from one dorm into a different dorm. And <laughs> my and the RAs had different move out rules and I was roommates with an RA. So RAs were supposed to check out a week before the rest of the students did. And so I was the last one to check out. I go to the freezer and I see so many 
frozen meats like a bunch of chicken a bunch of pork a bunch of turkey and this place had to be empty so i throw it all away yeah like mm-hmm. yeah i'm not gonna pass my checkout if it's in there then later that night i get a text from my old ra roommate hey did you throw away all that meat in the freezer yeah yeah but i did actually and i felt bad i did not offer to repay him and i did not text him again after that yeah dude there is a there is a time where there you're expected to keep stuff until people reach out but as soon as soon as it becomes a hindrance to me we don't own each other anything yeah i did you a favor by not throwing it out before but as soon as it becomes a problem, that's it, bro. That's yeah. it. Mm. And like, you knew I was there. You could have said something. I, You knew the rules, buddy. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I threw out a laundry basket full of stuff. Like Ohio State flag, boots, um, a pillow and a pillowcase, some jeans, socks. And I'm like, I am not going through this crap. Socks are so easy to throw away. I am Socks throwing... are so Dude, easy to throw away. What's your policy on losing a sock in the dryer? What do you do with that sock? Um, I keep it because I buy a lot of socks in bulk. Okay. So if I lose one sock... And it, say it's like a patterned sock. I'll keep it around until I do my next purge. If it's not there by the time I do a purge, it's gone. How long do you, how often do you purge? Um, maybe twice a year. I purge once every two, three years. I okay. dude, when I was prepping for this move, I have underwear from high school. I graduated <laughs> in 2015. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to throw away unless it has holes in it. And some of it did and some of it didn't. So I went and got rid of it. <laughs> I still have a significant amount of stuff from high school. Oh, so do I. And so I just do don't I. purge. I'm like, if it does not have a hole or permanent stains, I'm keeping it. And socks are the hardest, dude. They're the worst. And I, as soon as I find one, I want to get rid of it. But a part of let my brain me tell that you, goes, the second I get rid of this, I'm going to find it under the bed. I'm going to hate myself. Let me tell you my policy on throwing away damaged socks. As soon, as soon as the fabric starts to loosen and you can see like the frame underneath it, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I'm wearing those socks right now. Gone. Instantaneous. As soon as there is a microfiber of floor texture, like peeking through and touching my... Gone. Gone. Well, see, the problem with that I have is like dress socks are notoriously thin, so they wear through the fastest. However, a lot of dress socks have patterns and I don't have bulk of patterns. That means as soon as I throw out this one, I have to throw out another perfectly good sock. And dress socks are expensive, which is why we're sponsored by Bombas. (laughs) If freaking only. Um, Alex, do you want to talk about our movie? Let's talk about our movie, man. This week, uh, continuing our theme in Dick Van December, we are talking about Bye Bye Birdie. Good old 1966 classic. If you don't want to hear us talk about this movie, you can go ahead and skip to this time code right here. Time code 3326. So we have a personal relationship, maybe not with this movie, but like the franchise, I guess. The IP. Um, Yeah. So this movie was based on a Broadway production of the same name. It is a movie adaptation of a 1940 Broadway musical, Bye Bye Birdie. And uh, Alex and I did the junior version, Bye Bye Birdie. Was it Bye Bye Birdie Junior or just like the full Bye Bye Birdie? I think it was full Bye Bye Birdie. It was the full Bye Bye Birdie because we said the word orgy. Um, (laughs) Sure did. And... 
that that's where Alex and I met. Alex and I first met doing Bye Bye Birdie for our local uh, theater community. And <laughs> let me tell you, the versions of those people that did Bye Bye Birdie together are leagues away from the people that are recording a podcast here in December. Dude, I think we did that the summer before I went into high school. Uh, that I think that's right. So I would have been in eighth grade. You would have been in. It would have been the summer after my eighth grade year, and you would have yeah, been. This would have been the summer after your sixth grade year. I think something like that. Yeah, that makes a that makes kind of sense. That is um, so, so long ago. It's so, so long ago. Like, what? Is it 10 years? Is it officially 10 years? It's more than 10 years. Oh, Because 10 years was 2011. <laughs> I was a sophomore. So it was probably, I think this, we did this 2010, 2009. Um, so I was in eighth grade from 2012 to 2013. So I would have been in seventh. So the summer after my sixth grade year would have been 2011. So it's been 10 years. Big yikes, bro. Big yikes. <laughs> Big yikes. Um, I, it's gotten to the point where I still remember the music. I still remember yep, the lines. Same. I have no idea who I was in this. <laughs> um, I remember having many, many parts. Yes. I could I you, think I was the mayor. I think I was the bartender where yep. Rosie went. Um and that's all I can think of right now. I think I might yeah. have been the grandma's husband at the end. Um Were you Ed Sullivan? I might have been Ed Sullivan. I don't <laughs> think I was. I don't think I was. I think I was the announcer for Ed Sullivan. Okay, yeah. It was basically like when we needed a spare part. Yeah, dude. It was it was crazy cuz people kept dropping out and none of the leads dropped out ever. Because you'd be like, I want, I want this cool part. So I was covering all these secondary characters. Also, I was one of five dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you had Conrad. You had um, the dad. You had yeah. Hugo, which was you. Mm-hmm. And then you had Ed Sullivan. <laughs> and, and also Albert. And Albert. Yeah. So yeah. So there we had were... six dudes and I was the sixth man. Yeah. And there is a son in the family that was played by a girl. Yeah. We just <laughs> straight up ran out of parts, bro. And um, there were quite so... a other because there are scenes where like all guys are supposed to be on screen. Like uh, in the first, like the when the girls are fawning over and they're talking about how the guys hate Conrad Birdie, all those guys were also girls. <laughs> so real quick, let's let's set the scene. If you have not heard of Bye Bye Birdie before, which fair, um, it is a very obvious parody of like pop star culture. Um, it centers around uh, a guy named Conrad Birdie, who is, again, a very clear Elvis parody. Uh, and... He gets drafted into the military, and before he leaves, uh, his agents are like, let's do one last big marketing stunt. We're going to pull a random girl from one of your fan clubs in the Midwest, and you're going to go to that town, do a show, and kiss that girl. And uh, the story centers around the girl that is chosen and her boyfriend not taking the news super well and the family not really loving what what Conrad does to kind of the culture of the city. Yeah, he's just a womanizer. And I mean, yeah, that's basically the whole movie. And then like the, his, <laughs> the composer, manager, I still don't know what Albert is. Yeah, I think he's just a songwriter. Right, who works with Conrad sometimes because they seem pretty familiar. Yeah. Um, And it falls him who has serious mom issues. He's serious. Also oh, my God. <laughs> um, And he has a relationship with a person who's supposed to be a Latina. But in every show I've seen. 
and including this movie, is definitely just a white chick. Is she really? Is she supposed to be a Latina? I think so. <laughs> okay, I, she is so white. Her name that... is Rosie DeLeon, and she is yeah. so white. <laughs> <laughs> any attempt to make her latina is overshadowed by the sheer whiteness of this woman there's so much of like the ay 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 oh yeah and like yeah. the samba and latina dancing and she's supposed to, and when she goes to meet the shriners in the back of the bar she's supposed to be wearing like latin garb it's so white you don't almost don't pick up on it yeah so um our yeah so i played hugo in the show and all the hugo songs were cut hey all the hugo songs were cut from our version so i played hugo all the songs were cut but so as we established i was in middle school during the show the girl who played kim my love interest very much a high school senior <laughs> and i think that's why they, they they cut your songs out they also cut this kissing out you never kissed yeah. her Maybe yeah. like on the cheek or something, but like there, that just didn't happen. So there's a song towards the beginning of the movie um, where it's kind of like a rumor mill song where all the kids are calling each other on the phone and they're like, oh my God, did you hear that Hugo uh, pinned Kim? Like they're, they're going steady and it's just two and a half minutes of going steady, going steady, going steady, steady for good. <laughs> I hate that song and, so much because I hear, I heard it so many times back i wasn't in that number for some reason i must have been doing something else costume change or whatever that song gave me freaking ptsd because I, I knew it was coming very annoying I it's, knew it's it was annoying coming. but it's so campy listen this i'm gonna say definitively this movie is bad like yeah, it's not it was, good Macy asked me, okay so people ask me like after we watch a movie should i watch it before the podcast and this one i'm like i like it because I, I saw it once and then five years later I was in it. So the yeah. music is familiar, the characters are familiar. I know the parts I like. I know I can anticipate everything. But this is the first time seeing this movie, but I just know the story. Yeah. And I then, and then uh, the, the question I was asked, think... was the music good? I'm like, some of it. Was the acting good? Uh, some of it. Was the story any good? Kinda. And I'm like, oh, this movie is very good. <laughs> Yeah. So this movie, it, it, like, it's just the definition of not good, but fun. If it's your kind of movie. <laughs> if you liked Grease and you thought, I want a lot of that same energy, just not as good. You'll love Bye Bye Bird. Yeah, because there's a lot of scenes that practically make no sense. So yeah, yeah. in <laughs> in that song we were just talking about that going steady song um there's a lot of dancing on a green screen just because you know first of all i loved their performance of it the song was yeah. bad i loved their performance it's so campy like they just double down on the cheesiness and it works it definitely works um also the jokes are from the 60s yeah mm -hmm. um and Albert has a lot of them, especially in the beginning, front loaded, most of these jokes. And every time the mom comes on, she's comic relief. The problem is, is it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the con, a lot of the mom's jokes are self degradation in the most annoying way possible. It's like, oh, you don't have to look out for me. I'm your poor mother who never wanted anything bad to happen for her son. So I'll go sleep outside. I'll suffer yeah. for you. And the whole time you're supposed to be like, oh man, she's laying on thick. I, I want to chalk it up to the comedy timing and the co comedy timing 
and the comedy writing of this era era just doesn't hold up. I want to yeah. say at one point in time this was funny. Now it's just not. I'm gonna I'm gonna double down and say that the era is not very funny. <laughs> yeah. Because and here's what made me think that Ed Sullivan isn't funny. Dude, it blows me away that this is I never I've heard the name Ed Sullivan. I know he's a real person. And in this movie, that got him to play himself. Yeah, for a not insignificant portion of this movie. Right. And I couldn't care less. Couldn't care. Because like if you look at the scenes that they do today with like Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert, like they're spliced into a lot of movies and you're like, oh, this is staged. But it still has that Jimmy Fallon feel to it. Mm -hmm. So I only assume that that is genuinely what an Ed Sullivan kind of feels like. It's bad. It's not good. Right. What was your favorite part of this movie? Um, I really liked, um, well, when you ask it like that, it's kind of hard to pin down a single thing. I know my favorite part. Okay. When you say you're introduced part. to Conrad. He drives up on his motorcycle and we hear honestly sincere. Yes. Hands now, down. Favorite song in the movie. Favorite entrance of this movie. It's Conrad's best song by a lot. Also, the actor they got to play Conrad is a freaking stud. <laughs> Um, so if you were one of those people that were like, man, Greece is cool, but all these actors are way too old. Don't watch this movie <laughs> because Conrad Birdie is legit like 35 years old. <laughs> yeah, it was weird because the thing is, is like Conrad compared to the other actors are they're relatively close in age. The issue yeah. is, is Kim is playing a person who's 17. And Conrad is playing a person we don't know the age of. He's old enough to get drafted. But because we don't know his age, we have to go off what he looks like. And he does look 35. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a womanizer. And he has a couple songs where he's just like excited to feel people up. And another one is like, got a lot of living to do. Is just, we just broke up. So I'm gonna try and get laid as much as possible. Yeah. I think I love, I got a lot of living to do in terms of like, uh, performance because it's a 12 but, minute dance number <laughs> it really is um but i don't love the vibes of that song i personally am not a fan of the i'm gonna feel up other people to make my ex jealous that gives me the heebie-jeebies so hard and it is 30 minutes of this movie <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's it's a lot. And it's that entire song. Yeah. So I just uh, I really like um, Albert and Rosie together. Like when they are genuinely together, I like it. But, you know, then every time there's a moment of sincerity, Albert's mom comes storming in and ruins the whole thing, which is supposed to be the joke, but just makes me mad. Right. Um. So Hugo Peabody. In the middle of this movie, not even the middle, it, towards the beginning where um, he finds out that his girlfriend's going to be kissing a celebrity. He tells the guys, yeah, guys, I'm going to let her do it for to witness a phenomenon. And they call him a fink. Dude, I was thinking the exact same I thing. I don't know what that means. So what? I looked it, it up. Means I looked it up. <laughs> it's either a simp or an obvious slur for a person not straight okay i looked it up because i was afraid of it being a slur and i yeah. definitely wanted to talk about it um according to urban dictionary it's a term that they used for someone who like uh um betrayed a group of people so like someone who would like maybe defy um a group of people trying to start a union 
Oh, like like a, a ba- u- this guy's a backstabber. Yeah, so like a union buster would be called a fink. Um, oh. So just like someone who goes against a group to appease the majority, that's a fink. Yeah, um, when they said it, I'm like, first of all, that word sounds real bad. <laughs> they said it with aggression. I'm like, yikes. This. I was like, oh, this this does not hold up. Turns out it's not that bad, but it sounded real bad. Um. <laughs> What else? I hate and have always hated the scene with the Shriners. Dude, it's so bad. It because it doesn't make sense. And it's so long. And it's so long. The thing is, we don't we know the Shriners because they're wearing the red hat with a tassel on top, right? And we know that they're sexually repressed men because they lose their freaking minds. And this is how Albert saves Rosie and they get back together. Yeah. It's just it's supposed to be funny. Cause all these, cause, and the dance numbers are supposed to be crazy because a bunch of dudes throwing around a girl. I remember seeing this for the first time on stage. I'm like, visually, this is impressive. But also, I have no idea what's happening. I don't know why this is happening because she wanted male attention. But it feels like, I'm like, who makes movies about a boys club? It was just weird. It just feels weird. Yeah, I um, that I, I was checked out for most of that scene because yeah. then because there's a bit where they where um they all go under the table with yeah. Rosie, and this is the kind of movie where you're not quite sure what they're implying because the obvious implication is that she's having under the table intercourse with most of these men, but she's doing it at a rate that does not make sense, and it's done too comedically for you to be like, did she really just do? that just on a whim (laughs) and they're all wearing clothes she comes up with their hats but then they come up and they're still wearing hats so i'm like there's just more hats under the table (laughs) it was weird bro it was so Um, weird and the people who haven't seen this movie are gonna have straight up no idea what we're talking about (laughs) so i do want to ask if you were in this situation let's say pre-marriage right and you're the hugo in this situation would you be cool with your partner kissing harry styles essentially on tv i don't think i would care yeah i i think about it a lot because if it was just a kiss you know fine whatever people kiss other people for theatrical reasons all the time i would just be like hey please don't talk to me about it i love you and support you i'm not gonna watch it but i'm not gonna stop you from doing it the thing is is like that doesn't work i can't can't imagine myself in that in those shoes you know say yeah. i'm dating somebody right and there's a situation where i can kiss someone who's age appropriate I, zendaya for, yeah on the red carpet of dune it would be weird because for me kissing it, it's nothing i get to date this girl you know i can kiss her whenever i want so if mm-hmm. she, dude wants to kiss her also it's on tv they're not going to be making out he's not going to be copping a feel it's just a kiss so for me i'm be like yeah it's whatever it's not like yeah but Here's the difference. It is better that it's a celebrity than someone you know. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because if she had to go kiss his friend, it would be a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But as a celebrity, you can chalk this up to, oh, this is never going to happen again. Obviously, he's not interested in her. He could care less. So it's whatever. Yeah. And like every time I was like, because Hugo gets to that point eventually, right? He's like, it's a celebrity moment. 
No, he never gets to that point because he punches him when he's about to do it. Well, hold on. Let me get to it. (laughs) Because there are several points in this movie where he's like, I've resigned the fact that I can't, that I shouldn't stop this. It's her decision. She wants to do this. It doesn't mean anything. She has told me on several occasions she wants to be with me. This is more for the phenomenon of it all. And I'll accept that. And then 45 seconds later, he'll come kicking down the door of her house and like yell at her dad shouldn't a father be able to stop his daughter from doing this and i'm like hugo hugo man where's his energy coming from (laughs) yeah i think i think every time he pretends like he's cool with it he's trying to save face yeah i think he really isn't let's talk about hugo for a second he's too handsome and his voice is amazing (laughs) in this movie he is straight up too handsome He's not Conrad handsome, but he's not. Uh, this kid is not ugly, and he's not. The ner- he's not even the nerdiest one on screen. And his voice is like Frank Sinatra. It does not does not make sense. So confused, bro. When I heard him sing, I'm like, that's not. That's not. How he's supposed to be. His voice is supposed to be cracking. He's supposed to be like barely out of puberty. And this kid sounds beautiful. Because when I did this, I don't know if it's just the nature of who I am as a person, but like I played him a lot nerdier, like a lot more beta male. And I think you were encouraged to. Yeah. So I just like, it's definitely weird seeing kind of like a, I'm going to lead this group of men in the anti Conrad birdie club. Very different from what I personally would expect. Yeah, for sure. Um, Did you know anybody in this movie besides Dick Van Dyke? Yes. Not when I watched it as a kid, but going back to it, um, the girl who plays Kim, her... And Margaret, um, she's like kind of like the sex symbol of the 60s. Oh, you know? yeah, dude. After Marilyn Monroe passed away, it was like, and Margaret, hello. Also, and she's beautiful. She is gorgeous. She was like 22 or 23 when she was in this movie. And um, like, <laughs> uh, she yeah, she just looks, she's, she looks amazing. Dude, um, she's also in stuff I've seen. Yeah. I think the first time I saw her was uh, in Going in Style. Right. She's in Going in Style. She was in Kaminsky Method as a main character. She was in Old Dogs. She's in Grumpy Old Men, which I love that movie. I'm like, this this chick, she's got range, bro. She's in Newsies. A Streetcar Named Desire, and now we're getting into the older stuff. But I'm just like, this, she's also freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, listen, man, I'm not going to be that guy like, man, I don't make him like this anymore because I'm not that guy. <laughs> but what I am saying is I'm growing up being like, yo, if you were born in the 40s, you're probably not hot. And I don't know if you've ever been. And I see these women and I'm like, listen, bro, you might be my grandma. <laughs> But there's an aesthetic here that I appreciate. Yeah, I can recognize where you came from, and I respect it. The only problem with having Anne Margaret in this movie is she's 23, so she has the beauty of a 23-year-old person. Right. Whenever she is standing next to Ursula, who is actually 17, (laughs) you can see it. You can totally tell. Totally. Same thing. It's the Grease problem where everyone's too old, especially the main characters, because they need to be pretty. And you realize, well, if if you're going to get them out of puberty, you have to give them time their skin to clear up, and then their figure's going to grow in. That means they're going to be in their 20s. And now all these people are playing... the, all these people are 20 year olds they're supposed to be playing teenagers which is why glee has 30 year olds <laughs> in it um i did you like uh 
Kim's dad. Uh, his voice got annoying, but overall it wasn't. I, I'm indifferent. Okay. I really, I think that um, he did a very good job as a character actor. For sure. I think that that part was supposed to be a character, and I think he delivered on that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few times where, like, the 60s showed where it's like where she dyes her hair and she's like this is my hair and he's like not until you're 21 and i'm like hey bud your voice is way too goofy to say something like that right yeah kind of indifferent the mom is forgettable forgettable yeah um the ed sullivan song has never been my favorite i get that you have to keep it in but it's whatever um the one song there was a song that i didn't like but i really like the cinematography of it it's when albert is singing that be happy song to rosie in the mcafee backyard the Mm -hmm. song is fine whatever the dance is fine whatever but then they do this bit where rosie is split into like a normal version and then a translucent pink version that was amazing i don't know how they did that dude this is the second time we've watched the movie from the 60s and we're like yeah How did they pull this off? So uh, there was enough green screening in this movie or blue screening in this movie where I'm like, I get it, but this is still very cool. Right. Um, did you know that Rosie, her real name is Janet Lee. And she's Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. That makes sense. I think I did know that in a previous life, but saying it, 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 it makes sense. It makes sense. Right. And I'm just like, how small is Hollywood, bro? <laughs> how small? Um, all in all, dude, it's got all this nostalgia for me. If you like old, um, coming of age teenager movies, you're going to love this. If you like Grease and you're like, I could do a little bit worse and still like it, then that's this. <laughs> um, I think as a movie, it's not very good as a musical from the sixties. It's, it's a musical it, from the sixties. Yeah. It's not singing in the rain, but right. If, um, yeah. I'm giving it's it very Guys and dolls. Yeah, you know? for sure. I'm going to give it a flat six. Okay. I'm giving it, again, nostalgia, carrying hard on this one, six and a half. Okay. Guys, this is not a good movie. It's Just not. It's really not. These are This is higher ratings than what it deserves, but it's not bad. Yeah. Nostalgia out of the way, I would probably give it a flat six. Nostalgia out of the way, I'm giving it a flat. Uh, I can't even say flat. Five and a quarter. Yeah. Five and a half. Over, it's old and it shows. <laughs> yeah, it's old and it shows. All right, let's move on to our improv segment. Uh, we're going to hit up uh, good old-fashioned speed dating. So the way this works is Alex and I are going to give each other characteristics of a person, and then we're going to take those two people and we're going to put them on dates together. So the way we're going to start this is uh, one of us is going to give the other person a characteristic. They're going to turn that into a character. And then the other person is going to go as themselves on a date with this character. Fair? Okay. fair? Yep. Sounds good. All right. Do you want to be the character first or do you want to be the straight man first? I want to be, I want to be me. Okay. Then give me a character. Um, You are obsessed with with heroes men's in men in uniform you love the damsel in distress vibe okay okay hey uh nice to meet you i'm alex uh hi uh i'm craig uh it's kind of wild that we had to get a reservation for applebee's right like but you know what can you do what can you do yeah it's a it's a pandemic thing you know it's it's hard to get anywhere i guess um uh do you do you need me to pay for your uber did you are you good with that? No, I'm good. I can cover it. You don't need to worry about it. Um, I can okay. Get are, you, are you sure? No, no. Are you? Uh, I'll pay for your. I'll pay for your Uber. Are you good? Yeah. Um. Totally cool. Okay. So. Um. All right. Um. Well, our table's over here. I'll I'll lead you to the table. Um, okay. Sure. Is, uh. I yeah. Let me get. Isn't that the host? 
job? Well, they sat. I got here first, so I can like. So I wanted to kind of like lead you to the table. I thought it'd be cute. Um, but sure. uh, yeah, let's just. Uh, I'll pull out your seat for you too. Um, yeah, let's just. Okay. Can you can you kind of like sit, can you kind of like kind of jump with it? Yeah. 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 Just like the. Sure. Per- okay. Cool. 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 All right. Yeah. Um. So uh, how uh how how was the ride over here? Um. You know. I'm not really from here, so I don't know if it's normal. Traffic wasn't too crazy. Um, same old, same old, I guess. Right? Okay. Well, well, if you're, you know, if you're ever like uncomfortable in an area, like you, let me know. Hey, you kind of, you have my contact. Just let me know anytime, anywhere. I'll come pick you up. You know, you, you got, I got you. I got you. Um, listen, man, uh, can I be real with you for a second? Y- yeah, of course. Real Realness. Always accepted. Yeah. I, I think we might have gotten off on the wrong foot. Um, I am actually coming off of a relationship. Um, and I feel pretty independent. I think me trying out these dating sites is kind of a way of me to kind of take control um, and get some independence back and be in charge of that stuff. So your advances are kind of coming off like you want to take care of me. And I don't think I need that right now. Okay. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, uh, I will, I will back off. All right. Um, oh, oh, waiter. Yeah. Um, I'll have, I'll just have a water and what do you, what do you, do you want? You're kind of strike me as like a Sam Adams person. Yeah. And, and they'll have a Sam Adams. Yeah. Um, actually, can I get a, I'll just have a blue moon instead. Um, listen, what is, what is going on? Are you okay? Uh, yeah, no, it's just, okay. Now I think it's my turn to be real. Um, I spent a lot of time in my childhood reading comic books and a big theme of that is kind of being a hero at every opportunity you get. And so in my day-to-day life, I feel like I've I, I try really hard to uh, make sure that nobody has to go through any struggle so I can kind of be like an everyday hero, you know, save cats from trees, uh, pull people out of their windows when they're about to jump, uh, you know, maybe put out some small park fires, stuff like Are that. Are you Spider-Man? Am I what? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Can't say I heard, I've heard of the guy. D- um, Are you sure? Because I'm... I think I've heard your voice before and all the activities you just named are that of a vigilante. Oh, we don't like to use the V word around here. No, 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 no. We, yeah. So you are Spider-Man. Uh, no, actually, uh, no. Really? Where's your car? My, I Ubered here. Just like I Ubered here. Just like you. Yeah. Really? Uh, can I see your phone? Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this picture right here is on the side of a building. Oh, yeah, my I'm just super into parkour, super into parkour. Okay. This picture right here is taken upside down. Oh, you know how I'm super into photo editing. I, that was just like practice so I could like turn something upside down. Okay. And and I did. This picture, let's zoom in real quick on this reflection, is of you in a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> now that's funny. That's that was yeah, I'm Spider-Man and no one can know my secret. Cox gun. Well, if you weren't going to, I was going to. <laughs> That would be the most annoying person, honestly. It is like in ter- gross, dude. <laughs> like, like not offensively mean, but just the purest annoying kind of person. It's patronizing and it's gross. And girls deal with it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a good thing that it's something that I don't have to worry about. Right. As Thank a man. God that isn't me. <laughs> 
And I'm going to make no effort to change how other people act and think. Because it doesn't affect me. All right. You got one for me? Yeah. Alex, you um, have the vocabulary of a third grader. Perfect. Oh, um, hey, uh, my name's Tyler. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, it, uh, I just want to say this is kind of an unconventional date. I don't think I've, uh, I don't think I've ever been to a candy store on the first date. Yeah, I like candy. The thing about candy is it's sweet, and I like sweet things. <laughs> I mean, can't fault. I can't fault you there. I, I, you know, I've been known to indulge a sweet tooth from time to time. Right. Um, what are you having? Oh, um, I kind of like the fruity candies, so I'm going to get myself oh, uh, the Starburst Minis. I've been I've been really liking those recently. Okay, I think I'll have that one. Uh, what's what's that word? Um, three musketeers? Yeah. I'll have the three um I'll have the what's that one word again? It was it was musketeers. I'll have I'll have three of the um of the. Are you, hey, are you okay? Are you? Did you yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> I also might have you know maybe smoked one before this date. I got kind of nervous. So <laughs> if you don't operate as well, you know, under the influence, I I'll care. I, I got us. Hey, um, yeah. Can I get a package of the Starburst Minis and the Three Musketeers? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't smoke because I don't like cancer. And also, um, I'm not worried about influence either. So I'm not worried about that. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, I hear that uh, this candy store uh, can uh, infuse your candy with uh, with a little bit of uh, alcohol. Is there uh were you thinking about maybe doing that? Um, I think you mean defuse. And <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> that they sell um bombs here so i'm kind of confused with what you're talking about but okay well i think um this is kind of this is a weird interaction you agree like there's something's not clicking here i think um do you say weird intersection um yeah yeah this is just us is a weird intersection i think in my life so yeah are you i good? remember a time when i was confused and it was it was pretty confusing <laughs> Okay, well, if I'm being honest, are you I don't confused think right now? More than I would care to admit. Do you have any questions? Being, when I get yeah. confused, I always ask questions. Uh, well, that's if I'm being honest, I don't know what question that I could ask that would give me an answer that I'm comfortable with. Well, the first thing I do when you're uncomfortable is make sure that you're the right temperature. Are you wearing too many layers? My mom says too many layers. You'll your, get a fever mom, or something. Your mom? Are you, how often are you talking to your mom? Well, pretty much every day. I live with her, so she says. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she's actually in the parking lot right now, waiting for us to get over. So okay, I you do can need meet to her ask if you want. this question. I do need to ask this question. Yeah, your your online profile did seem a little basic, but I didn't want to judge you on that. But sure. based on the last four minutes of my life, I do have to ask: Are you nine years old? No, I'm twenty. I'm okay. twenty three. Okay. I think it's pretty normal for people my age to live with their mom. Like, okay, no, I'm know. not saying that. It's yeah. just you kind of don't have a. I'm gonna say basic understanding of the world. Oh, see, here's the thing about the world that a lot of people don't tell you is there's a couple layers to it. There's a crust. There's a mantle and there's a core. <laughs> no, 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 no. I passed third grade geography. Like, I get that. So 
I think I understand the world, okay? I just prove it, and you know it now. We both know the world. Did you also know that continents are different than countries? And yeah, that countries are different than counties, even though they're hey, spelled very similarly. Hey, can I can I blow your mind? Did you know that Australia is a continent and a country? Would you believe me if I told you that Australia and Antarctica, although roughly the same shape, are also different places? You know, not where I thought you were going with that in the slightest. But uh, hey, man, I'm going to be honest. I don't think this date's working out. Um, I'll, I'll pay for your candy, but I got to get out of here. Listen, I think we should put together another play date and we'll see if um see if you can be less confused all right i'll i'll contact your mom i'll talk to you later okay we can have our moms i think before you come over to my house our moms have to meet each other i don't think fine i don't think your mom would like it if you came over to my house and she didn't know who i was it's unsafe yeah my mom says all the time it's unsafe okay well um you know if your mom can drop you off you know mine will take you back okay is that okay Uh, yeah um, can you take me back to my car? I feel I don't think I can cross the street without holding hands. Sure. Fine. Grab my hand. No, wait, that's my gun. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not bad, bro. I think this is also the the first and only time we have ever been two guys in a row. Yeah. The whole time we were playing dudes. Look I at mean, us, bro. Yeah. Being Breaking progressive barriers. and stuff. Listen, dude, <laughs> who needs name one gay person? Let's change that. Little Nas X. When there's us, we'll we'll break the barriers. We don't need him. Who needs rights in the government when a bad independent podcast will do a bad improv segment with two men? Yeah, dude, who are also both straight. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Alex, let's just do your middle segment. We're bringing back red flags good when you said that you were preparing a middle segment i was hoping it was this one so red flags i have four ideal things perfect in every way tailored to what craig loves except they come with some red flags and they get gradually worse and worse and worse and they compound and sometimes the combination makes it even worse and we're just gonna find out of the nine red flags where does he tap out i'm ready and we're doing i'm gonna be more resilient this time some of the, normally, this is the one to be resilient on. I think you can make it to the end for some of these. Normally, I I tap out at like four or five. So yeah. I, uh, my goal is seven. I'm hoping to get to seven on one. Okay. Well, we're doing media. Okay. So we're gonna. You have a dream movie. Your perfect yeah. movie in every way. Oscar Wright, Edgar Wright, or whatever. Uh, whoever. It's perfect in every way. It's your favorite thing. However, first red flag. It's a breakout role for all of the top six leads. Fine. You've never okay heard of them that. before. Yeah, I'm good with that. Easy peasy. Second red flag. You see it in the theater. This is not a problem. But when you bring it home, you can't pause the movie without restarting it. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You have to watch it straight through. Third red flag. It's in black and white. Okay. That one I'm less excited about, but Mm -hmm. it's not a deal breaker. Fourth red flag. It was originally in French, but now it's been dubbed over in English. That's fine. That's fine. Fifth red flag. The composer wrote the score before any of the movie was shot. Um, I don't think that much of a technicality would get me down. If I like it, I like it. Sixth red flag. The script was written by eighth graders. <laughs> God, I I think <laughs> I think I'd be okay with that because the kind of buckwild stuff that they would come up with, sure, why not? Well, here's the buckwild thing they came up with. There's 30 minutes of male nudity throughout the whole two-hour movie. I yeah, I'm not against that. Sure, why not? Eight thread flag. The director and executive producer both have Me Too scandals out right now. Ooh. 
that one's that one's rough. Is this a new movie? Yeah. If it's a new movie, then I probably can't mess with it. Yeah. This came uh, out in 2020. Yeah. God. I I might have to tap out there. If they're just actively bad people, like, hey, gang, not, hey, I'm comfortable with saying, like, you know, <laughs> Baby Driver has uh, fallen a few times in the ranks because of the certain people that are in it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're tapping so, out at eight? That's yeah, the record for you, for sure. That is. It is. There's what no way not? you're going to make it past the ninth one where there's a laugh track, but it's just dogs barking. <laughs> that is awful. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. I figured that was going to happen. All Dude, right. Imagine. Okay. But imagine if that movie wasn't a comedy. So there <laughs> are only like three or four tension breaking jokes. <laughs> so you just hear dogs barking and it's so not like, addressed imagine, by any of the characters. This is what I have in my head is someone is like on the ground, like gunned their head. And uh, the antagonist is holding a gun to the protagonist's head. And the, the protagonist says, well, if you're going to screw me, at least take me out to dinner first. And a bunch of dogs start barking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you made it to eight for building a movie. We're going to build you your dream TV show. Okay. It's the best there is. It replaces Psych. It's better than Psych by a lot. Yeah, sure. First red flag. There's three years between seasons. I'm okay with that. We've suffered that with you and I found enough to kind of like fill the void in between. So I'd be okay with that. Okay. Second red flag is you can always see the boom mic on screen. Just in the corner or somewhere. There's always a boom mic. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, There are people that live for destroying productions for little technical stuff like that. And if it was a prevailing... Like, remember when Game of Thrones got roasted for a whole month because they forgot to take a water bottle out of a scene? Yeah. Like, I I would be okay with it. I don't mind that stuff. But I know that I would have to persevere a lot of, like, internet tomfoolery because of it. But I'm okay Okay. with it. Third red flag is all the actors are playing characters that are 10 years younger than them. Um, that... It would depend on the kind of show because like I don't immediately it's not a teen drama anymore because I've watched Riverdale gang. That's not it. Cole Sprouse cannot play a 15 year old. Sorry. Those are the rules. So so I'd be okay with that. Okay. Because they're all playing adults. (laughs) Yeah, because it's your favorite show. So 40 year olds playing 30 year olds, 50 year olds playing 40 year olds. That's whatever. Red flag four is the season's always under a cliffhanger regardless of whether or not they know they're getting renewed i like it i like it i like the cliffhangers okay red flag five the actors are obviously reading a teleprompter like on snl oh (laughs) this didn't start bugging me until recently like i think it i think it was like during like one of the first john mulaney hosts there was just something about that episode where like they were so i think just this cast in particular just read off the cards a lot which you know fine that's kind of their job but they don't hide it anymore and i'm like guys please i think i'd be okay with it if everything else was perfect so i'm gonna let it slide all right red flag six every season a different lead gets recast (laughs) 
did you ever watch My Wife and Kids? No, I didn't. They recast the daughter of that show like three times. No, they do it in Psych, where the, where the the kid that plays young Sean, because almost yeah. every episode yep. starts with a flashback, there are at least four different young Seans. Yeah. <laughs> so it is frustrating, but that is proof that I can put up with it. But it's a lead. It every, is a lead. It's mm. got to be a lead. And it's a different lead every season. I'm going to say... So at the end of four seasons, you got a straight up new cast. So... <laughs> of How I Met Your Mother, five seasons, all of them recast. In Friends, six seasons, brand new cast. All right. I'm going to use my one token of foresight and ask what the next one is. Okay. They can't decide whether or not it should be a single cam drama or a multi-cam sitcom. So they alternate every other episode. I think I'd be okay with that. So I'll let the other one slide too. All right. Okay. We're going to we're gonna jump past these next two. We're good with those. So red flag eight is there's 20 episode seasons, but only five episodes per season are allowed per streaming service. So it's a oh. minimum of four streaming services to watch one season. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do have to ask, are they consecutive episodes? <laughs> no. Oh, God. And I'll, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what season one is. Season one is on stars. No. Showtime. Stars. Showtime. B E T plus. <laughs> and like Discovery Plus. And Discovery Plus. No, I think I have to tap out there. If I can't watch it, then what is it? So many shows have fallen out of being my favorite simply because it's just unavailable. Yeah. Some of those things you're like, well, it's available for season one and season two, but I need to rent season three. Season four is on Peacock. Season five, I need to rent. And season six is on Peacock. And you're like, well, I'm not doing this. Yeah. All right. The last one was uh, the show's parental guidance, yo-yos between Sesame Street and Game of Thrones. (laughs) That'd be funny. That'd That'd be be funny. Crazy. All right. We're building a podcast. Okay. Your favorite podcast. You listen to it whenever you can. Red flag number one. There are five hosts. Ooh. The only way you get away with that is if it's a D&D podcast. So I'm going to I'm gonna say fine for now. Well, that's the first one. So the second one is there's no schedule. Just a guarantee that they're going to put out 20 episodes a year. I'd be okay with that. Okay. Red flag three is 25% of the jokes will only make sense if you watch the video version on YouTube. Ooh, I'd be okay with that. I'm at a point in my life to where I can watch video podcasts. Red flag four is none of the episodes have a number or title or date released associated to them. Oh, no. Okay. If it's on YouTube, I'm going to trust a community member to build that playlist. Guys, community members are very good at building playlists, so I'm going to say that's okay. Red Flag 5 is the guests are just people who rated the podcast on iTunes. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to say, for the sake of this game, I'm going to say, okay. In reality, I would put up with it for a season. It'd be, you'd listen for the gimmick and be like, oh, these are just, these are just people. Yeah. If they do it like the voice style where they pull them from the reviews, but they still vet them. Sure. Why not? But if it's literally just, oh, this is the next person to review it. Red flag. Okay. Red flag number six. They never check their levels before they record. Uh, I'm going to say that's okay because... Mm, 
I've dipped out of a lot of podcasts because they like because of audio quality. I'll quit if they're too quiet, dude. If one person's too loud and I and I have to turn the volume down, but it tur- I turn it down too low and I can't hear the other person, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I'm okay with bad audio quality as long as it's consistent. So if it's inconsistently bad, then I'm probably going to have to dip. All right. Well, you want to hear seven to help you decide. Yeah. The podcast yeah. is only 20 minutes long. And the other 70 minutes are behind a $15 Patreon wall. Yeah, that's I'm out. I'm out on that. I have done $5 Patreon for two different podcasts. And like one of them was weekly and did like 60 minutes of bonus content weekly. I just didn't like that content enough to justify it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I could do 15. That's fair, man. Number eight was there's twice the controversy of the Joe Rogan experience. Nope. Out. Nope. Out. (laughs) (laughs) And nine was two of the hosts are battling backlash against cancel culture because they did the first 50 episodes in blackface. Yeah. Also, no. Alex, would you have said yes to that? Well, it depends on what episode we're on. If we're on episode 300, then this was probably like five years ago. Yeah, back when blackface was okay. Yeah, you know, (laughs) back in 2016. All right, the final one. We're building your video game. All right. It's better than Skyrim. It's better than GTA. It's as good as it gets. Better than Fallout. However. Hey, gang. Hey, gang. Real talk. Alex clearly does not know me because he did not say Mass Effect for solid. Blah, 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 blah. Again. While joking about how he knows it, he he named a game I haven't even played. Listen, bro. It's that one and Mass Effect, and I always get those two confused. Okay, but anyway, continue. It requires buying a disc in the store. Um, fine. Second red flag, it's every fifth grader's favorite game. So if <sighs> there's an online fine. component, you're going to be playing against fifth graders. Yeah, I mean, like, I've played enough Fortnite to where that shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Red flag three is there's a co-op feature, but intentionally lags the mics for 15 seconds. <laughs> That's kind of funny. If, if that was like the gimmick, I think I'd be okay with that. Fourth red flag, it costs $120 on the initial buy and requires a nine month monthly or $9 monthly subscription. Probably not. I think, that, <laughs> no, I think I'm out there. Dude, hey, ever since, I've got, ever since I've gotten Game Pass, buying any game for $60, it's it's a struggle. So 120 is the deal breaker, huh? Yeah. yeah. Dude, this is four. Dude, ever since, listen, I bought the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like $100 edition. I hardly beat that game. <laughs> I have not gone back to any of the two DLCs that they've done for it since it came out. So, no. <laughs> I'm out. All right. Well, quitting on four is a record. Um, five is all updates are 100 gigs. Six, that wouldn't be too bad. Right. Um, six is the game requires a food, water, sleep, and social meter. Ooh, not a big fan of those. Seven is the soundtrack is just the Drake and Josh theme song over and over again. <laughs> I think I probably would have called it the. Um, I would have just turned off the music if I'm being <laughs> You're just honest. Like I'm playing this with no music. Eight is the game requires joystick buttons for shooting. Joystick. So sure. clicking in the joysticks shoots. Okay, I've played with. Hey, I've played Tom Clancy games. I've had right. some bad controls. Ghost Recon is rough. Um, all DLC and battle pass and seasonal passes only come out on black friday and they're of limited quantity no dude hey i i can go on several 
double digit r- minute rants about my hatred for DLC. <laughs> so you could have just said has DLC and I would have <laughs> been like, no, we're good. Actually, no, thanks. <laughs> Well, you didn't make it to the end of any of these. No. Um, you did but get. But I got close. The, you got close on the first one, and you tapped out on an eight because of the Me Too scandals. But everything else was not too hot. Yeah. I mean, you got to eight on the second one, which is pretty good. You got to seven on the third one, and uh, you tapped out on four for this last one. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that was red flags ruining your dreams. All right, let's move on to our one-hit wonder. Uh, this is something that I'm calling uh, castitutional. By far the worst pun we. We've done so far, but uh, we're just going to go through um, those first 10 Bill of Rights amendments and we're going to talk about if we need them anymore. Okay. Or if we can improve upon them. All right. Easy peasy. First one. First amendment. You know, freedom of religion, speech, press assembly. Right. I think we need to keep it. We need to keep it. Obviously. Hot take. We should probably keep it. <laughs> um, I will say this one. This one does need a bit of a modification. Um, freedom to assembly. Let's put an asterisk on that. And it's unless you're an internet influencer doing a meet and greet. That or sorry. freedom to peacefully assemble. Yeah. So sorry, gang. Just um, we can't do your meet and greets anymore. That's fine. Uh, Second Amendment, right to bear arms. Um, I think we do need to change this to right to bear arms to right to bear arms. I know. I knew you were going to make the joke. I knew Um, you were going to make it. Which obviously means you must only have the arms of a koala bear. Duh. Duh. Um, Uh, Third. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nothing more needs to be said about that one. Okay. Uh, Third Amendment, no quartering troops in private homes. Listen, we think we don't need this anymore. However, I know our government, and the second it is taken away, private homes become Airbnbs for soldiers. I know this as a fact. For sure. And by the way, you get paid in... None of it. Patriotism. Yeah. You get paid by not having the military police called on you. Yeah, so we can keep that one. Yeah. Fourth Amendment. Uh, pro- uh, this is the prohibition against unreasonable search and seizures. Um, I feel like we kind of don't use this one as much as we yeah. should. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, like, wait, that's still I a feel thing? Like, I feel like people kind of skip over this one. Listen, bro, I think we should add on to probable cause is BS. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> We need to come up with a much better definition of probable cause, and it's 10 times stricter with whatever's going on right Right. now. It's one of those that if you, quote unquote, hear screaming, your body can better hear it too. Yeah. And if you can, quote unquote, smell pot in the car, you better get three other witnesses. (laughs) Um, uh, fifth amendment. This is the stereotypical, like you, uh, right to perjure yourself or whatever. You can choose to not answer a question. Yes. The Miranda rights. Yeah. Right to a lawyer, all that trash. I think we can mix it up. (laughs) I think that, um, cops should not talk to you when you're arrested. No one should be saying anything to you. Yeah. After you get arrested, they say you have the right to a lawyer and then they put you in the car and they turn up the speakers until they get to the station. Right. So they can't hear anything because there's a lot of dumb people who just don't know what that means and just get themselves in trouble. Also, you have a right to a lawyer or one will be assigned to you. The ones that are assigned to you need to be held to a higher standard. (laughs) Yeah. Also, 
Well, I think it's less of they need to be held to a higher standard is um, they need more time for everything. Every time a public defender is portrayed in media, they're always like five minutes late to the court appointment. Their briefcase is overstuffed with papers. Their shirt is barely tucked in. And they're sweating. They're always sweating. They got four hours of sleep last night. Like someone needs to give this guy a break. They need to get paid more and they need to get bonuses for winning. Yeah. So the Fifth Amendment is, you know, rights when accused and also give your public defendant a break. Right. Uh, Sixth Amendment rights when on trial rights to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury. We need to start bringing partial people in there. Stir up the pot a little bit. I think here's the thing. How do we guarantee these people are impartial? I think we need to start bringing over the Mexicans and the Canadians. Okay. Because they don't care, bro. Yeah. Those yeah, are the yeah, people yeah. who are really impartial. Everybody else cares. They got so, they, they skin in the game. This is their country we're talking about. Bring in so, people who just don't care. So uh, we, I think we just need to cut out the jury of our peers, right? Peers right. understand what's going on. If we get people that aren't our peers, they will look at it at face value. And also, we need more face value juries. I completely agree. Mm. I completely agree. And I think in order to totally have more face value... We need to have the judge decide what the right answer is. And then if the Mexicans and the Canadians agree on the right answer, green cards for everybody. Can I just say real quick? I don't love the stink you're putting on the Mexicans. There's a weird kind of stink to it. (laughs) The Mexicans and the Canadians. (laughs) Because <laughs> every time I think you're, I think you're about to say something like off the wall, and then you're like the Mexicans and the Canadians, the Canadians, our <laughs> neighbors to the north and south of us. And if they guess the right answer, they get green cards. If they don't, they're never getting chosen again. And all further <laughs> attempts to immigrate are denied. <laughs> Like, um, you know, I was going to let you into the country, but you guessed wrong. Yeah, turns rather, out you, you were going to let that murderer off. <laughs> I was going to say, you chose wrong during Jonathan's speeding ticket violation. Right. But I guess, <laughs> sorry, but We bud. don't kill people here, Francisco. <laughs> Just because they were going 20. I can't even finish the joke. <laughs> So, yes, we need a more we need a more partial jury of people that are not our peers. Easy peasy. Uh, <laughs> um right to tri- right to trial by jury. This is the common lawsuits. So, you know, this is um this is the kind of stuff that like if I hit your car but didn't want to pay for it, that's what you, this is the amendment that says you could take me to court for something like this. I say we cut it entirely. Hey, yeah. if you got beef with me, let's settle in the streets like men. Right. Unless one of us is a woman and we don't want to. I think you ha- you are being forced to take to responsibility f- for your actions. To take responsibility and for your actions. I'm sick of it. And you have to agree with the other person on what that should be. And you have 30 minutes. If neither one of you can come, <laughs> you have to nominate a champion in your stead. It's and 12 angry men, but way shorter and way worse every time. <laughs> right. And that person has to be lighter than you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't go out and get your dad. You can't go out 
and do all these things and, you know, get an MMA fighter. This person has to straight up way less than you. All right. Uh, the next one. Kids to fight our battles. All right. The next one. Excessive bail, uh, not required, nor access fines imposed. Dude, Another one. How I did feel this like make we've kind of, of been skipping. How did this make the bill of rights, dude? Also, that's all subjective. Yeah. And, and so this is like the, you can't do cruel and unusual punishments. Again, I feel like this one could be taken back to the chalkboard. Like, uh, maybe we need to redefine some of these terms. Bro. Yes. We're keeping this, but we're going to, we're going to, if this were a game, it's going through a buff. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, we're going to freaking raise the stakes on this bad boy. We're doubling the damage. No God. cruel and unusual uh. punishment. <laughs> Nothing that makes me feel weird. <laughs> Nothing that would make the general public uncomfortable. And then on top of all of that, bail is maxed out at half your yearly salary. Yeah. And that's Just it. Like, yeah. Unless and you commit, unless you like are accused of like murder, a, a murder, sexual assault. Those are like the two. Yeah. I also think this, this one should probably start looping in like, um, uh, bail businesses. What are they called? Bail bonds. Bondsmen. Yeah. Bail bonds. Yeah. We need to start looping these guys into the amendments. Cause some, they're always fishy. Something ain't right about them. Also, we need to put bounty hunters in this one. <laughs> yeah. They, they definitely need to be in this. Like it was funny in like 2009 when dog was out doing his thing but like guy i watch sneaky pete it does not go well most of the time <laughs> right you're a civilian walking around with tasers and pepper spray thinking you're gonna bring in a criminal because like private eyes worst case scenario you ruin a marriage fine bounty hunters <laughs> a lot worse it's so bad dude it's so rough all right, uh, number nine, enumerated rights are protected. Thanks. We so kind of figured. Dude, it's one of those things that are like, just because I didn't say it doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, bro. We didn't shake on it, okay? This, this prevents the airbud technicality. <laughs> like, the rules the rules don't say that a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. And then the last one, powers not delegated to the U.S. are reserved to the states. Kick it out. Don't want it. Yeah. Listen, Dude, this who is, even cares this about This is why the anymore. United States is, like, this is why we have three different political affiliations. Because we all act different. We're all different siblings in this, you know, monarchy of a family. Yeah, dude. Let's just get rid of states in general and just have cities. Let let's get let's let's put it into um like like how can, let's provinces like Canada does it. All right, we have the east, the Midwest, the South, the yeah. the the We're Great Plains, and the West. That's yeah. it. We and have five. Purely just helps for location purposes. Like very little political oversight. Like there's mayors and then there's the president. I do not care about North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Wyoming, Utah, all that. That's just the middle now. Dude, Oklahoma ten and Texas, same place. Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, same place. Uh Carolinas, same place. Virginias, same place. Just you know call that little section on the there. East Coast that's just Delaware, Rhode Island, Maryland? The part of the map where place. they can't put the states there, they have to draw arrows to them. That's all one place. All one place. Um, You know what? We'll put Ohio, Indiana, Illinois as one place, and we'll do Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan one place. Yeah. <laughs> I think about, do you, do you ever see those things online that's like the most famous piece of media set in your state? 
Yep. And um, Michigan's is always uh, eight mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I always, I think the place that I feel the worst for though is Rhode Island because they are always Family Guy. <laughs> you will never escape oh. Family Guy. <laughs> Yeah, bro, that'll do it for you. But uh, we we fixed the Constitution, the Constitution. Honestly, it's objectively perfect now. Yeah, uh, hit us up, government, if you want to make yeah. it happen. Come on, um, Joe. We'll yeah, I just I want a ten percent royalties deal on this on the new Constitution. Yeah, Kamala Harris and I look like we could be related. <laughs> do you? Because yeah. I've met your parents. I'm kind of racially ambiguous. And her and I are generally the same color. I feel like we could be cousins. <laughs> you look enough alike to where you would fool the people that don't look deeply into ethnicity. The people <laughs> who are like, what is she anyway? I'm there. I am 100% a cousin to her. To <laughs> yeah. <those guys. laughs> the people where there's like, there are two kinds of American, white American and darker than me Americans. Yeah. Those are the people that think you look like Kamala Harris. The people that have 100% whole milk and then the other liberal stuff. I freaking got that group, bro. Yeah. I I am the oat milk, almond milk. I'm in that whole section of the grocery store that these people never see. And so, I'm over there right next to Kamala. <laughs> so I think uh, we did it. We fixed we fixed government. Yeah, bro. It's as good as it gets now. Um, Alex, uh, any other media that you've been enjoying that you wanted to talk about? I uh, don't know about enjoying, but I saw Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow was pretty okay. Um, there's been a lot of hype about her getting her own movie, and I don't think I could have been more disappointed. Okay, here's what I didn't like about the Black Widow movie, and I'm not going to talk about spoilers, is the whole movie is about her taking down the Red Room, right? And as someone who is not, who has read a few Black Widow comics, but not a lot, I would have been more interested in watching her story in the Red Room than taking it down. Oh, not even close, dude. So the fact that she was taking down something that we only really knew about in the Black Widow movie kind of felt like it was, it felt more like a spinoff than a piece of the universe. Right. I think we all want to see her defecting yeah. and becoming yeah, that's exactly a part of it. S.H.I.E.L.D. That would have been dope. If we could have seen her adventures um, with Hawkeye, that would have been dope. Um, I think the tricky part is you can't go back too far in time purely because they're gonna have to do that anti-aging stuff like a lot of it for the whole movie and that gets expensive but i'm like if we go back 10 years just put a little bit more makeup and you'll be fine um daniel harbour i love daniel harbour i think he's the worst part of that movie oh yeah dude i don't think he was the worst the red guardian was like i just didn't like his style of comedic relief and his accent went in and out pretty bad i also don't think black widow need comedic relief i think that could have been one of the first serious serious movies i did i like the banter between her sister and her right so i if they kept that but cut the banter with red guardian i would have been okay with it yeah i just don't think they needed jokes the entire this movie of the characters in the mcu this is one of the most serious She's gone through some serious, serious stuff to get where she is. And they could have made it serious the entire time. Like straight up rated R if they wanted to. And then just went into it. And I think it would have done very well. Like Logan style. Yeah. Um, they so, just didn't go there. And I think they should. Yeah. I just, I, I, I agree on a lot of that. Um, there were some really good action sequences. But in terms of like what I wanted from that character, left a lot to be desired. Yep. 
for sure. Uh, I'm just I'm just disappointed. I expected more and was let down. Yeah. Um. Oh, I finished Only Murders in the Building. Uh, that show rules. It's a very good TV show. Um, it's ten episodes. Martin Short. Steve Martin, Selena Gomez. Uh, Selena Gomez is fantastic in that movie, um, or in that TV show, rather. I haven't, I didn't really like take her seriously as an actress until this show. Um, but I'm very few TV shows have ended season one, and I'm like, oh, I want season two right now. Like normally, I can wait. Mm-hmm. I want the next season of this show right now. What's it on? Hulu. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. It, it, it addresses, you and I have a very similar problem with the true crime podcast listeners turned detectives kind of bite that right. it has on society. And this show does a very good job at playing on that without dis, without downright disrespecting it. That is what I like to hear, dude, because I, I can't just, I probably won't be watching this show i'll tell you what a show i am excited for is yellowstone because i've that's come up in like three different conversations so when i'm um, for thanksgiving you should go and talk to my parents about that show because they freaking love it i've not met a single person who said it was okay everyone's like it's the best show ever you're gonna come home wearing a cowboy hat it's gonna get you in the mood <laughs> i'm like freaking let's all calm down but i'm gonna have to get into it everyone's talking about it they watched um they watched yellowstone like right after they watched um justified oh dude they were riding the vibe they were riding that vibe so hard so um you'll have to let me know what you think of it i refuse to watch a show that my parents watch so i'll just have to live vicariously through you (laughs) i'll let you know man um that's the show next week we are watching a lesser known dick van dyke movie called Fitzwilly, which is a name that every time i've brought it up in conversation i have had to look it up to see if i was saying it right and i was never right the first time um yeah this movie's called Fitzwilly. i don't know anything about it this is the only dick van dyke movie that i know literally nothing about going into it yep me either i got nothing so this is really just like i'm counting on dick van dyke to carry this movie it's also an older one because almost all of dick van dyke's movies outside of nightmare at the museum nightmare, nightmare at the, the museum, museum? <laughs> Ben Stiller's a zombie in this one. Right. It's Nightmare Before Christmas and Night at the Museum combined. Um, And what's the other one? He d- oh, and he had a guest appearance on Scrubs. So I'll, besides yeah. those two, homie lives in the 50s to 70s. Yeah. And then he did like General Hospital for 50 or no, uh, Diagnosis Murder. That was right. the name of the show. For sure. For like 15 years. <laughs> so Dick Van Dyke, let's see what you're made out of. All right. But uh, until then, my name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. Have fun, be safe, and make good choices. And while you're at it, tell your mom I said hi. See you next week. Deuces. Deuces.